stand together. Welcome to Blue Note Community Church. Just teasing. Welcome to New Hope Community Church. This is the last Sunday of 2019. If we could all stand together, let's lift up our hands to the Lord and open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, you are welcome in this place. I pray, Father, right now that this cafeteria would transform into a house of worship. Lord, that the praises of your people, O Lord God, would honor you, that it would be a sweet-smelling aroma, Lord, that would reach your throne, and that you'd be pleased with the praises of your people. So, Father, I pray, God, that in all things, your name would be hallowed, your kingdom would come, and your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. And God's people shout, amen, hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a clap of praise and welcome him in worship. We welcome you, God. Praise you, Lord. Well, good morning, church. We're going to welcome his presence in here this morning with our praises. Amen. Let's see.
we got young and the old. And it's not because we didn't have childcare available. And it's not because our kids are so perfectly well behaved. We have our cakey in here with us. We have our youth in here with us so that we can worship through the generations of our family. That we can show our children what it is to worship the Lord. We can show our children what it is to hear the word of God and let it transform us. And so this morning, I want to invite you to engage in worship. Amen? I want to invite your kids. I love hearing the kids sing out. They sing so loud and they sing for Jesus. And so listen for that this morning as we sing to him. Another thing I'm gonna say, there's something very special about this service. It's our last service of the year and at this service we can be looking back. We might be reflecting on the things that God did this year. We might be reflecting on the high times, on the low times successes and the gains and the griefs and the losses. But through it all, through it all, God's word is true. His word says he will never leave us or forsake us. That he is with us in the mountaintops. He is with us in the valleys. Amen? And this is the God that we worship this morning. And we're going to declare his praise as we look forward to a new year. Let's end this year declaring his praise. Amen? Amen. So we're going to sing a new song, and we're going to have you sing it out. It's not that new. I know probably some of you have heard it on the radio. And we're going to declare our praise, and we're going to raise a hallelujah today. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to clap our hands.
This morning as we're singing the goodness of God, all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. And that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And that comes from the third, 23rd Psalm. That surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That God has been good and that God is faithful, even in the hard times, even in the rough times. He's always there. 
that surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And that one day you will see him face to face. You will be with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And that as we reflect on this year and as we look forward, we can say God is faithful and that God has been good. God is faithful and God has been good. Would you just take a moment to close your eyes? And just reflect right now before the Lord. Maybe think of those hard times. Think of those joyous moments. Maybe even the burden that you walked in with this morning. And with your eyes closed, would you just cup your hands before your before your person <laughs> and just say, Lord, we thank you, God, that all my life that you have been faithful, that my life is in the palm of your hands, that surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, that the Lord is my shepherd, and because of that, I lack nothing. And so, Lord, we give these things to you these burdens, these victories, these losses, these griefs. And Lord, we just declare that you are a good God. We declare that over our situation right now, that we worship you in every season, in every situation, that you are still God and that you are still on the throne and that although life throws its curveballs, Lord, you are not surprised, even though we are surprised you are not. Even though we are thrown off guard, you are never off guard. And so God, right now we give you this past year. When you would give us a glimpse of what you're doing. And Lord, give us hope as we approach the future. I want us to sing that bridge again. Your goodness is running after me. Oh, your goodness has always been With every breath. 
of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing. Oh, I will sing of the goodness. Oh, I'm gonna sing. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Hallelujah. In the morning, when I
Thank you so much. All right. Well, good morning, church. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Hey, could we say thank you once again to Patrick Machado, Pastor Pat? Just to let you guys know, he's our new youth pastor, and he's passed every test. So this morning, I asked him, hey, Pat, do you think you could do announcements? He goes, I got you, bro. So he did announcements. Last week, hey, could you get on the electric guitar? He played electric guitar. The week before that, hey, could you jump on bass? He jumped on bass. Hey, do you think you could do our new 21 series graphic? He did it. So he's done an amazing job. And uh, not only that, but uh, Rachel is here with her four amazing kids. And they um, have doubled our children's art. So we're thankful for that with our four kids, all right? Hey, good morning. Welcome to our Ohana Sunday, which is the last Sunday of 2019. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is a family-style service where our keiki can sit in regular main service, which means there's a time limit to, our, to my message. Usually I, I teach or preach for 30 to 45 minutes, but now I have to, because of the keiki, you have to cut it down to 20 minutes. So half the time... It's so it's like I don't know if you've had toddlers before or if you could remember but when you would have toddlers and you have a sit down restaurant and you order your food and the server goes do you want the kids meal to come first or you want it all together what do you say all together right because if the kids meal come first then after they eat their food they just devour through it then they'll be restless for the next hour and a half right but because this is family style uh, we're just gonna cut down the message and I want to set and prepare for us our next series starting for the first Sunday of the new year which is 21 days of prayer and fasting now a lot of you are looking at me like baby Yoda right now as we could show a picture of baby Yoda so baby Yoda the pastor said we're going to fast for 21 days. The congregation be like, no, right? But really, we're going to be fasting and praying for 21 days. Next week, I'll guide us through what, what types of fast we can do and what items we can pray for. But today, before we come before the Lord with um, request and breakthrough, and before we seek the gifts, I believe we should come before the Lord seeking the giver. You see, Psalm 104, 100 verse 4 says that enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Did you guys catch that? That when we enter before the Lord, when we enter into church, we enter with a heart of what? Thanksgiving. And his courts, we enter it with what? With praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So we're going to set a foundation. And if you open your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, 16 through 18. We're going to go through our text. All right? So if we could all stand together, just in reverence and honor of God's word. We're going to be talking about gratitude, which is God's grand will for your life. Gratitude, which is God's grand will for your life. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Could we all read this together? For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this morning. We ask, oh God, 
that more than anything, that we would be grateful. Someone once said that you're more concerned about our heart of gratitude just more than about anything else. That our hearts are humble before you, that we don't feel like we're entitled to things, we're entitled to gifts and blessings, Lord God, but Lord, you've given us freely and graciously. So Father, I pray, Lord, that you would fill us with gratitude, that Lord, that before we pray and seek and fast and intercede and pray for miracles, pray for blessings, pray for breakthrough, Lord, that we would come, Lord, with thanksgiving first, that more than anything, Lord, we could offer to you sacrifices of praise with a heart of gratitude. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And uh, some of you guys, how many of you guys are wearing your Christmas clothes? Can you guys tell I'm wearing mine? New shirt, new pants. Man, look at these. Ultra Boost. Woo! All right. This is the reason I had to be up there so you guys can see my Ultra Boost. Anyways, uh, this morning, we're going to be talking about gratitude, which is God's grand will for your life and for my life. There's a man, his name is Thomas Obadiah Chrisholm. He was born in a log cabin in Franklin, Kentucky in 1866. Now Thomas received his education in a little country schoolhouse and at age 16 he began teaching at that schoolhouse. But he was saved at age 27, but with no college or seminary training, he was ordained to be a Methodist minister at the age of 36. So he was a school teacher who was smart, and he was a pastor at 36. He served as a Methodist minister for a year, but ill health made it impossible for him to continue to be a pastor. So from Tennessee, he moved to Vineland, New Jersey, where he opened an insurance office. Always interested in poetry, Chris Holm wrote hundreds of poems during his lifetime. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 to 23, inspired him to write the text for Great is Thy Faithfulness. Those verses read, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And Chris Holm experienced the faithfulness, faithfulness of God in his life. And he suffered ill health, Ill health for the most of his adult life. Could you imagine that? Being called to be a pastor feeling like you have this great, amazing ministry ahead of you, but his ill health forced him to withdraw from being a pastor. And he started writing poems, and one of the songs is, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And he never made much money, but this is what he said. God has given me many wonderful displays of his providing care, which have filled me with astonishing gratefulness. God can do 
more with a grateful heart than he can do with any title, any position, any sense of authority. Let me repeat that. God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, he can do infinitely more than you can ask for or imagine if you come before the Lord with a heart of gratitude. That um, Pastor Obadiah Chrisholm, his poetry every year, churches all around the world for almost 150 years have been singing, Great is thy faithfulness. God can do more with a grateful heart than any title, any position, any calling. And here's my main point this morning. Would you write this down? My gratitude reveals the health of my soul. Let me repeat that. My gratitude, a heart of thankfulness, it would reveal or it would expose the health of my own soul. You know, as a youth pastor, and I was a college pastor for many years, it's, it's almost like a broken record where parents, they would send their kids who were born and raised in church, send them to college. They go after a year or two years, but by the time they graduate from college, they would come back as like, my son, my daughter has walked away from the Lord. They're living with their boyfriend. They're living with their girlfriend. They don't attend church. And it's like, man, you know, those liberal professors, they changed my kid. They changed my child's heart. Those the academia, liberal academia, they changed my kids. Could I tell you something? College did not change your kids. College revealed your kid's character. In, in the same way, I believe that a heart of gratitude, it exposes, it reveals of what's really going on in your health and what's really going on in your soul. And so this morning, I have three areas where we could see how gratitude affects our health. Would you write down, number one is that Gratitude, it affects or it exposes that you are a spirit-filled person. Write that down. That you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Because Ephesians chapter 1 says that when you heard the word of your, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Being sealed with the Holy Spirit and living in the Spirit are two separate things. Being who God has made you and walking in who God has made you are two separate things. In the same way, when you and I receive Jesus, we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Just like when I got married to Renee or got engaged, I put on a wedding ring that this would be a promise, this would be a sign that I will love you for the rest of my life. In the same way, the Holy Spirit seals us saying, I will be with you. I will be your teacher. I will be your counselor. I will be there to empower you and strengthen you. But listen, the Holy Spirit works in the confines of gratitude. Where do we see that? Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 through 20. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery. But what is the command here? Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Walk in the Holy Spirit of God. 
Verse 19, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what does a spirit-filled look like? What does a spirit-filled look, life look like? How does it um, demonstrate itself in everyday way? When we think of a Holy Spirit-filled person, we think of, oh, I have this, oh, chicken skin, right? Oh, that's right, Judah, chicken skin, right? When we think of someone that's, oh, they're full of the Holy Spirit, they think, man, they could do miracles. They have words of discernment, words of knowledge. Ooh, when we think of someone that's filled with the Holy Spirit, we think of someone that has these um, supernatural experiences or they have these spiritual or miraculous gifts. But Paul says a person who is filled by the Holy Spirit is one that always gives thanks. That the Holy Spirit person is one that is always addressing each other, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart and giving thanks. How many of us have gone through a dry season in your walk with God? I have. May I submit to you this morning, there is a correlation, a parallel between your gratitude and your expressing thanks and you not walking with the Spirit. Or let me say it conversely. We are filled and we walk with the Spirit of God when we are grateful, when we give thanks to God in all circumstance. Through the difficult times, Lord, thank you, God, that you're testing my faith, that my faith is genuine, that you're doing something in me. Thank you, Father, just for air in my lungs. Thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you, Lord God, just that you're such a God of blessing. And you know why I, I bring up my shoes? Because when I open my shoes, I, you know, I'm, I'm, there's this great theologian, his name is Drake, the rapper, and this is what he says. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here, all right? And what he means is, what I mean is this. When my parents moved here to plant a church in downtown, historic, in downtown Los Angeles, historic Filipino town, we had, it was going to be my third graduation, third grade graduation. So my parents, we made a big deal. So we got, we went to Kmart in downtown LA. After Kmart, we're like, oh, let's treat ourselves. So we got Little Caesar's Pizza. And as we got Little Caesar's Pizza, my parents were like, John, John, we're gonna get you shoes for your graduation. I'm like, okay, cool. And we went to Payless Shoe Source, right? Payless. And my brother and I, we both cried because we were literally fresh off the boat. We were fobs. We were those Filipino kids fresh off the boat with some cheap Payless shoes. And we we're like, Dad, please, could you give us Nike, something, Reebok, anything, British Knights. How many of you remember British Knights? Anyways, <laughs> right? Give us something. And my parents are like, son, this is all we could afford. Here's your Payless shoes. I think it was like $11 or $15. It's like, okay, choose gratitude, son. I'm like, all right. 
So as we go to Little Caesars, somebody broke into our car, stole all the stuff, and I didn't have any shoes. So for my third grade graduation, I had to wear my dad's shoes. If you could imagine a seven-year-old wearing a 40-year-old man's shoes, plopping, and as I walked on the stage, everybody was laughing. Oh, the look at those fobs, fresh off the boat, wearing his dad's shoes, can't even afford shoes. Started from the bottom, now we're here, baby, all right? Like, and I look at that, and when I open my gift, and I got, like, nice shoes, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Like, the Holy Spirit helped me to remember to be grateful. That the Holy Spirit, who stands beside you to help, helps you to be grateful. God can do more with a grateful heart than any position, any title. If you come before the Lord this morning, it's like, Lord, I'm so thankful, I'm so grateful. Any way that I could serve, you know what God can do with a grateful heart and a willing spirit? God can do just more than you can imagine, more than you could ask, more than you could think. So if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, if you want to walk in the Spirit of God, it's not through signs and wonders. It starts with, thank you, Jesus. Before we present our prayers and believe and fast for miracles, could we just start off with thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this food. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Number two, would you write down that when you and I are grateful, it reveals that the peace of Jesus and the word of Jesus is in our lives. The peace of Christ and the word of Christ reigns in us, that our souls are at peace and that we have the truth living in us. Let's look to Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. You guys catch that? You could circle or you could um, underline it, the peace of Christ. What's it going to do? It's going to rule in your hearts to which you indeed were called. And what happens when the peace of Jesus is upon our hearts? And be what? Thankful. Here's the second part. Let the word of Christ dwell richly in you, teaching and admonishing in all wisdom, singing, and, singing psalms and hymns, spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts. And Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father. Not only does gratitude confirm that the word of Christ is in you, that the truth of Jesus is in you, but it also confirms that the peace of God, the shalom of God, is upon your soul. That your peace is not dependent on how much zeros you have in your bank account, that your peace is not dependent on how your health is, but your, the peace of Christ, when it rules in our hearts, when it reigns over our souls, that we begin and we continue to give thanks. How do you know that someone has the word of truth when they are always giving thanks? That is a truthful person. 
And number four, we'll go ahead and close with this. That gratitude, it reveals that we have been freed from sin. That there's freedom from sin. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3. Sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not be even be named among you as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness or foolish talk or crooding joke which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. When Paul describes what our freedom from sexual sin is or other kinds of defiling sin, he doesn't point to absence of temptation. He points to thankfulness. That when we are content, when we are thankful, there is no room for sexual immorality, for covetousness. There's no room for crude joking, no filthiness, no foolish talk. Because the gratitude or the thankfulness of the Holy Spirit is in us. Cultivating thankfulness should be one of our core strategies in helping each other fight sin. You know how you and I can combat sin? Be thankful. You know how you and I can combat complacency and a complaining spirit? Be thankful. You know how you can be self-controlled in teaching and raising your children? Be thankful. Lord, I ask for these children, oh God. Lord, they are gifts from you. We waited for so long. God, all I wanted was Danganan, last name, to go on. Now I have three boys. Thank you, Jesus. You want to you wanna battle discontentment and self-control, lack of self-control? Be thankful. See, being thankful, it pushes out all this covetousness within us. Cultivating thankfulness is not easy. We all need help, and thank God help is available. And here's the good news, you guys. When you and I stand firm in the gospel, believe in Jesus Christ, when you and I walk in our belovedness as sons and daughters of God, the Holy Spirit invades, the Holy Spirit comes and fills us and we begin to live lives of gratitude. You want to do great things for God? You want to reach your neighbor? You want to reach your coworker? Be thankful. Parents, you want to reach your children and have the keys to their hearts? Be grateful and be thankful. Children in this place, right? You want your home to be a home of peace? Be thankful before the Lord. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, oh God, for this morning. Lord, we don't seek the gifts. We seek you, the giver. Lord, uh, Thanksgiving was just last month. I know for most of us, myself included, I probably forgot the things that I've been thankful for. 
So Father, I pray God that we would end, that we would close 2019 with thankfulness. Holy Spirit, would you come into our hearts? Holy Spirit, you are welcome, Lord, in our families. You are welcome in our marriages. I pray, God, that in all things, in all circumstances, your people will be marked with gratitude. So, Lord, I pray right now, God, that we will not focus on what we lack, but we would focus on our ever-sufficient, ever-abundant Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. We thank you, Lord God, for friends. We thank you for the grace of family, O oh Lord Jesus. I, I pray and I speak your blessings upon your people this morning. We love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's all stand together. Amen. Amen. Cool. Okay, guys, before we sing our closing song, Turn to your neighbor, give him a high five. Say happy Ohana Sunday. You're my fam. Amen. Let's lift up our hands and declare the faithfulness of God. Sunday. God bless. Have a great week.